0: As we continue this podcast series on proposal writing, in today's podcast, we're going to discuss how to write the costings, and then how to actually end and conclude your proposal. I'm conscious that we've got a lot to get through, so let's get started. Hello Wendy Kipling here, I'm a virtual mentor with a mission, to give insight to entrepreneurs just like you, so you can turn your ideas into actions, feel more confident, get motivated and be the best you can when starting and growing your new business. I am here to help by giving you the insight you need, sessions are quick and easy to follow, give just enough information so you can implement right now, so that you can drive your business forward. For all of my listeners that have recently started out in business and need alternative finance to help them grow, you need to check out my recent article on pay as you go business finance. Just search PAYG, Business Finance Innovative and Secured Line of Credit. It's a great way to make sure that you never miss out on that next big business opportunity. At last, we reach the part of your business proposal that discusses the cost. So, I think it's important, first of all, to understand that whatever you do, you do not put anything cost-related at the beginning of your proposal. Your prospect has to know what they are buying before they are going to be willing to spend any money. So, if you include the cost too early in your proposal, it could put off your perspective, resulting in, yes you've guessed it, rejection of your proposal, even before they have had the chance to fully understand its impact. When you're putting together your costings for your goods or services, make sure you include as much detail as possible. The costs need to be very clear. You cannot afford to have any misunderstanding when the goods or services are delivered. One good tip. Let's say you're pricing for a large project of work and you need to break down that project into stages. Within each stage, provide the full detail of the works to be included and the costs for each stage. For example, if you are an IT company and your project is to install a new computer system, this section may be broken down. So for example, the section may begin by splitting it down into three areas. The item, the description and the cost. So item one, based on the identified needs. Purchase hardware, which would go in the description, and the cost sixty thousand item two and the description purchase software operating licenses, and the cost ten thousand item three hardware installation to include two hundred man hours the cost twenty thousand item four. Software installation 10 man hours. Cost 1000. Item 5 Staff training 50 man hours. Cost 5000. And under the items, end with total. Leave the description blank. And under the total costs, add up the value. 96,000 in this example Remember, your prospect does not want to be surprised by any hidden costs in your proposal. For example, you may need to charge a large deposit to cover some of the upfront costs. Include this in the breakdown, as and when these payments are due. You need to be able to turn this prospect into a long-term customer, so you need to make sure your proposal is as transparent as possible. Think about any costs that could arise and plan for them. Let your prospect know what they potentially could be. For example, if you're installing a phone system, it will require a significant amount of travel. However, at the time when you write your proposal, you're not quite sure how much time it's going to take and also which airlines you're going to have to book. So, Think about saying something like, for this example, installation plus reasonable travel expenses. However, if you do say this, make sure you manage those costs and continue to communicate these with the client. You must keep in mind that any surprises could have a knock-on effect Even with the best relationships, most clients will have a limited budget that they need to operate within. Now, I want you to spend some time thinking about the costs that need to be included in your proposal. Wow, you are now at the end of the proposal. It's time to remind the prospect why you and your company are the best choice for the job. I would use this time to do some of your own PR. Make sure you use a a qualification statement. This could say why you are qualified to do the job. If you want, you can add some information about the background of your business. Take this time to sing about your success stories and you might start by saying something like we are one of the three innovative green recycling plants in the world insert company name, working with over 20,000 companies providing 24-7 access and support. It's also really important that you include a suggested start date or a delivery date and this could give your proposal the winning push. However, you need to make sure you strike a balance. If you can start immediately, the client could actually think well maybe you're not that busy and and then start to question why are they not busy and you don't want to think that you have no work yet if you put a start date or delivery date that is too long in the future this could also risk the chance of losing the prospect so my advice here is to make sure with any prospective client in the first instance you gather information about timings so if the client needs it yesterday you will know exactly what to do now I want you to end your proposal with a closing paragraph which includes a statement of interest in doing the work for the prospect and this paragraph could also be used to reinforce some of your key benefits of doing business with your company. Promote why your business is the best selection and repeat the benefits your prospect will receive. Now, I just want to finish with a few tips. If your proposal is in a report format always include a covering letter. This letter needs to summarise your key objectives and highlight areas which you really want to bring to the prospect's attention. Keep your letter to one page only. Your letter needs to be friendly and the letter should close with a quick summary of why your company is qualified for the job. You also need to include your follow-up actions so I will contact you on and insert the date to answer any questions you may have. Now, one thing I would advise is that you want to think about using graphics or charts in your proposal. You've obviously heard that saying, a picture paints a thousand words. Well, keep that in mind when crafting the content of your proposal. Do not also underestimate the power of a great headline. Remember, your goal is to make sure the prospect reads and picks your proposal for the job. Another thing to consider is using the sidebars to add power statements and facts. If you are not sending the proposal electronically, then you need to bind it. Now, finally, think as if you are writing an action movie, not a love story. What I mean by this is that you need to use active verbs like craft, create, create device for example our company creates verse a passive verb statement results are produced by our company you get the message one good thing to do when writing a proposal is to follow a checklist ask yourself the following questions 1. does my proposal address the underlining needs identified by the prospect 2. Is there any danger that the prospect could misunderstand any of the information? 3. Have you clearly presented your approach? 4. Is the work you intend to perform covered in sufficient detail? 5. Have you expressed compelling enough reasons why you should be selected to supply the goods or services? Six is your proposal written from your prospects perspective. Seven have you used a language which is familiar to your perspective? Eight do you know your prospects personal or organizational's key objectives? Nine are your fees or costs clearly stated Ten. Do they follow a description of your approach and benefits? 11. Will the client understand what he or she is supposed to do upon reading your proposal? Use this checklist every single time you write a proposal. If you cannot answer yes to all of these questions, you know what I'm going to say. Go back! To your proposal and adjust your copy until you can. You've been listening to Wendy Kipling Insight. I hope you have found this report writing podcast series useful. Stay tuned as we move on to the topic of alternative business finance. I would like to say thank you for everyone who has shown their support for my new podcast. Without you, this podcast wouldn't even be possible. So, once again, thank you. Make sure you stay tuned on and subscribe to the channel on iTunes and SoundCloud to keep listening. And I would really like it if you could help me spread the word by liking this podcast. Until next week, checking out for now.